three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. I hope you're having a great week so far. So, I have a review. <laughs> oh, this is going to be such a hard review. Uh, I have a review for Wander Darkly, which is uh, written and directed by Tara Miel. I believe is how you say her name. Um... Tara Miel, she has written a couple things, including uh, uh, The Nomads, which came out in 2019. Um, that's a movie. It's got uh, Tika Sumter, uh, uh, Devon Ray. I think that's a. I think that was a B. Uh, a BET uh, film. Oh, it, it was not. I was way off on that. Um, but... She's done a couple things here and there. She actually is known best as a director on uh, Arrow uh, for the last uh, couple seasons from 2018 to 2020. And she's also working, uh, she directed an episode of Batwoman. So she's done things here and there, but not a crazy amount. So the weird thing about this movie is that I really can't even tell you what it's about. (laughs) Which is, which is kind of the frustrating thing. So I'm going to dance around this, and I and I'm telling all of you right now, it is intentional that I'm being this vague because the movie it's it's like a weird combination of a gothic romance mixed with a out of body experience film. That's the best way I can describe it. Uh, the even the IMD synopsis is uh, new parents Adrian and uh, Mateo are forced to reckon with trauma amidst their troubled relationship. They must revisit the memories of their past and unravel haunting truths in order to face their uncertain future. I mean, again, pretty fucking vague. I mean, it's a it's a weird, weird movie. And the best way I can describe this movie again without just giving everything away. Uh, Adrian, who's played by Sienna Miller, I, I I really want to shout her out because she she's one of those women I just don't think gets enough credit for just how talented she is. I loved her in Twenty One and Bridges. I thought she was great. Uh, she was great in that. Watching her and uh, Chadwick Boseman work off each other was a genuine pleasure to see. I I, I loved their back and forth. Um, obviously, as Baroness and G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra, she looked amazing. Uh, but then you get to something like Lost City of Z and American Sniper. She's a hell of an actress. And this is one of my favorite roles that she's been in. Because for where her character starts up to uh, starts out to where the character ends up, you really have to feel like you're going through the hero's journey with her and where she's coming from in regards to her marriage uh, to Mateo, who's played by Diego Luna. Uh, Diego Luna, of course, you know from Rogue One, uh, probably know from Book of Life, uh, Milk, to name a couple films. 
the thing about their relationship is that it it's very clear that they've gotten to that point where they're comfortable with each other. There's a new kid, uh, their first kid. That's a, a new wrinkle in their relationship. Um, they're clearly enjoying being parents. But the thing that's so heartbreaking kind of from jump is that it feels like the, this kid that they have was very much a last ditch effort to save something that may or may not be worth saving. And at the end of the day, when you really think about it, that's unfortunately something that I'm sure all of us have seen play out in real life. Um, it, it's really quite tragic. And them having that kind of having that talk about it. Um, I, I can't remember if it's, uh, I think it's Mateo who says it to Adrian. You know, she talks about how, or he talks about how, you know, we just have to get through the first year. Like you wanted to have a baby. We had a baby. You wanted to have a house. We did that. And Mateo really putting so much of it on him and her retorting back, you know, going, you know, you want, um, there's this line, um, that I believe she dropped saying, you know, you want me to make up a lie to justify your paranoia. Uh, why are we together anymore? Um, that car crash sequence that you see in the trailer that happens before the 10 minute mark. Like it's crazy <laughs> when that, when that occurs, but seeing how Adrian reacts to the car crash, there is this certain thing that happens with the score that I went, oh my God, this is, this is incredible. And the, the score I will say for me was one of the biggest uh, pleasant surprises for me because the film itself, the score doesn't overtake the film. It definitely does its job as far as setting the mood, but it does a really great job of making you kind of almost snap back into focus at points where the movie kind of lets you know, like, you need to be paying uh, attention right here. There are points, and again, I'm trying really hard to not uh, to not go over, uh, to not to get into too much. But one of the scenes I loved is that uh, Adrian uh, flashes back to this point where she meets Mateo really early on um, at uh, really early on at this house party, and there's a character who shows up there that has more relevance than you may than you may think, and it's. It's really fascinating how the movie portrays that. Hey, just talking to this one person. It it it's almost portray. It's also really portraying the butterfly uh butterfly effect here as far as examining examining the relationship. The movie does a really good job of saying, well, if this thing hadn't occurred, would would they have even ended up together? Or if this thing happens, is there the anger, the frustration that this relationship has? Uh, really at its roots uh, when the film kind of portray, uh, uh, presents it to you. There's there's a lot here that the more I watched it, I went, huh, okay. There is one line, and I believe, again, I, I'm, I believe it's Adrian. I can't remember if it's Adrian or uh, Mateo. I believe it's Adrian, though. There's this line that she drops where she's talking to another character, and she goes, you know, my parents are a pain but not, uh, not a pain enough that I need to cut them out, which I don't know about uh, the rest of you, but I've had to cut people out of my life uh, because of COVID or just just their uh, 
you know, their feelings about COVID, about it being a hoax or whatever and all that. And, you know, it, it, it's an interesting notion, that concept of when do you cut people out, especially people who are, you know, literal blood family or people that are so close to you that, that they feel like family. It, it's a really, that was something that the movie brought up that I went, I really appreciate that you went there. And the film itself goes to some places that I really don't think enough people will give it credit for. The best thing I can say that it's a very it's a very weird movie and i mean that in a true true compliment um as a true true compliment the cinematography was some of my favorite in the film that i actually saw last year and i'm incredibly sad that when i did my best of list i forgot to bring this up as a honorable mention because i really should have um there's a point where the film flat out even asks, you know, what's the point of life? And at the end of the day, the film doesn't really give you an answer. And that is something that I actually appreciate because while films, I mean, most films have something to say, I believe this film at the end of the day really is just trying to tell us the Royal we to go ahead and just appreciate life no matter what, forms you know take the good with the bad but at the same time don't take the people in your life for granted that's really what i got at the end of the day and again there are some there are some moments here where it turns into just uh more of a horror film than you would even really expect but you know that ties into to very specific plot things so i don't want to uh go ahead and go through that but there is one scene that goes from a driving sequence to a, uh, to a scene in the club and the transition in that and the way that it's shot. I went, Oh my God, that is, that is just beautiful. Like it, it you'll know the shot when you see it. Um, it's, it's just, it's beautiful the way that that was shot. Um, I will say that the car accident, I would say pay attention to that when it happens in the trailer and when it is kind of alluded to and flashback to, because there's more in that scene that me then uh, meets the eye. That's, that's the one thing I will say. And the last thing I will say is I love the way this wraps up. And that's going to, I, I think for me, that's going to be a big thing for a lot of people as far as your enjoyment on this, because, and again, I know I'm being vague as hell and normally I'd go full spoilers, but this is a movie I really want people to, the less you know about this movie, the better. I, I will say for myself, I got a screener for this. I didn't even know what this was. I didn't even watch a trailer for this. I just saw Sina Miller, Diego Luna. And I went, yeah, hell yeah. I love both these actors. Let's watch it. And you are just going to have to kind of discover for yourself and see what you think about it. It's, these types of movies are really hard to pull off. So if this was something that someone didn't like, I would go, you know what? Okay. I, I probably know why you don't, but let's talk about why you don't. But at worst, this movie will make you talk to people. And I believe people will have strong opinions on this regardless, because again, it's a very polarizing film. I've talked to a couple of my fellow critics who, absolutely hated this 
And I talked to some people who absolutely love it and actually liked it, like it even more than I did. So I know people who are kind of all over the map on this. I myself, I'm way more positive on it. It It's something, again, I was really bummed I couldn't find a spot for uh, on my best of, but it's something that I would really tell people, if you like weird shit and you kind of like a bit of a mind fuck, but it's kind of wrapped in almost like a fable too, like, give this a shot. It's something that, even if you don't like it, I wouldn't say that you wasted your time because just off the cinematography and the score alone, I would say this is something that everyone should check out at least once. It'll probably end up on streaming. I mean, Lord knows most things do, but this is something that I'm actually going to buy. Um, I, I really enjoyed this. And again, if you don't like it, more power to you. But again, I think this is something that people should check out and really kind of decide uh, decide for yourself. There are some moments of them being at each other's throats that I just found heartbreaking. I was like, God damn, this is really, this is really hard. And early in the movie, and this is very early on, so I don't feel bad spoiling this. First off, their kid's adorable. When that kid's a baby, you're like, oh, what a cutie. And I can't, I think it's uh, uh, Mateo who says this. He goes, uh, date night is cheaper than therapy. Uh, we're broke. I don't see you finding a free babysitter. It's like, damn, dude, okay, I'm like, shit, um, and Mateo really hates Adrian's mother, that is the one thing I will say, and some of the shit he says about her mother, I went eek, like, I went eek out loud multiple times, because, he, yeah, he is not a fan of hers, but for me, as I wrap up here, this is definitely something everyone should watch, uh, Sienna Miller and Diego Luna, their chemistry alone, I believe, is watching this movie for. But where the movie takes you and the questions it makes you ask about not just our morality and where, you know, we end up when, you know, this game of, you know, our game of life is over. But really what it makes you uh, question about your own relationships and not even just the romantic ones, just what, you know, what you you know, the, the love that we are willing to accept, the love that we're willing to give, um, compromise, like these, these things that are, you know, no does, but things that I believe will make people think and take that half step back and go, huh, it's well worth your time for that. So, God, this is, so, you know, for my enjoyment, I watched this a couple months ago and I, I still remember like these bits of scenes going oh yeah that's right I really like that bit and I like that and I like where the score went here I'm gonna give this an A minus this is something that I really did enjoy again it's something I do need to buy but it's something I'll tell people look take a couple hours uh oh by the way do not look at your phone <laughs> while you're watching this this is not a movie that you can look up and go oh okay and go back to your phone you need to be paying attention for this so Put your phone on silent, turn your phone off, whatever, and really give this movie the attention it deserves because it does deserve your attention. And it's something that I really do believe that people will watch and enjoy. And it's it's not even two hours. It's barely over 90 minutes, like a hour 37. So it doesn't overstay its welcome. And that was something I was definitely looking for of, oh God, how long is this runtime? Definitely give this, uh, give this your attention. 
and give it your time. I would say it's well worth the watch. But uh, Wander Darkly, everyone, what'd you think? Let us know in the comments. You can like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. Don't forget to like our gaming page, Real Pineapple Games, on Facebook as well. Don't forget to follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. That's R-E-E-L, pineapple. And you can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman. That's N-E-A-R-M-A-N, the first. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and TuneUp, to name a couple places, at The Real Pineapple. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We'll have reviews coming up here soon for Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, once that wraps up next week. Uh, I'm very excited to talk about that. Oh, it's going to be fun. Uh, we'll have reviews up here for uh, WandaVision as well, as well as for the Mighty Ducks Game Changers when that se uh, season wraps up, as well as uh, the first three Mighty Ducks films. I'm excited to uh, uh, rewatch those. I haven't watched those in a while. And leading up to uh, Furious 9, Fast and Furious 9, we will be reviewing all the Fast and Furious films that we haven't touched on. So I believe that we started with uh, Fast and Furious 6, I want to say. So, yeah, that means we're going to be reviewing all the Fast and Furious films leading up to that. I'm excited. But, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Take care of each other. Go get your COVID shot. Wear a mask. And we will talk to you soon.